0: Okay, everyone. Welcome to a brand new podcast called "What Are We Called?" Justice Cast Unlimited. That's the one. Probably should know the name of the show before we get started. Uh, <laughs> this This is going to be a episode by episode rewatch of Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, the two legendary animated series. Uh, So every week we will go through the uh, episodes in order, most of them are are two-parters, so we'll do both back-to-back, breaking down the episodes as they happen, so you can watch along with us, or you can just listen afterwards. Uh,
1: What are we watching today, Scott? Uh, Well, very amazing episode which was originally released as an entire movie. It wasn't broken down into three parts until after it was originally shown on, I believe, Cartoon Network. I think it was debuted certainly in the UK anyway. Um, it's an episode that was directed by Dan Reber and Butch Lukic and written by Rich Fogel, released in 2001 on November the 17th. And it is called Secret Origins, an Secret. amazing, amazing way to start a series. I think even before we review it, everyone will have seen it, and it's epic. It's going to be a blast to review this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it, then what are you doing listening to this episode? Um, yes. Probably should just introduce us first, actually. Um, <laughs> that, that would help. That, my yes. name is Lewis. And my name is Scott. You almost forgot to introduce yourself then, Scott. <laughs> I did.
1: I did. Um, yeah, so Lewis, you are of At The Back Collector. On Instagram, you can go to Lewis's page and check out all awesome stuff from the Batverse and some Marvel stuff as well. Which I should don't talk about.
0: Yeah, and Scott is at the .dot batfan on on Instagram, where it is ninety nine point nine percent DC Comics related. I
1: think,
0: I think that's fair to say, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I, I think it's. Do you know what? I think it's unfair. It's more than that.
0: Ninety nine point nine nine percent. Yes, um, recurring, but. But we are both uh, diehard, longstanding um, DC animated universe fans, not just Justice League, obviously. But but this show um, sort of um, is the epitome of the DC animated universe, bringing together Batman, Superman and, of course, the whole Justice League. It's just timeless, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's like fine wine, you know it really is it's an incredible series and that they master the art of storytelling on individual characters but on a wide scale basis yeah um and it's just incredible as we're going to see and here today um yeah they are
0: they are some of the best uh dc stories uh period never mind just on tv film some of the best stories in any medium featuring the dc comics characters um Okay, so let's get into Secret Origins Part One. Uh, we are watching this on a DVD, kids. That is a <laughs> disc. Um, you, if you're watching it on, on iTunes, Amazon, uh, I suspect it's all going to be the same. I don't think they've ever remastered this show, have they? I think it's all still. As no, it was.
1: sadly not. Which they should. They should do. They should. Okay.
0: Do. Well, we are going to be pressing play in three, two, one play and we are going there's 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 bugs bunny chewing on his carrot the classic it's so good just just watching it again like it takes me back to i wouldn't say my childhood because i watched this when i was a little bit older but just simpler times man
1: yeah absolutely and it just brings back so many memories um not only of the, the the show but also Playing with the toys when I was a kid, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The You know, playing with the toys as a kid was just incredible. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, um, especially when you, you, you're thinking about, like, the, the the merchandise list was great. Like, you you got um, the figures in the Weetel cereal boxes that went on the top of your pens. Do
1: you know what? Most people were probably thinking of Mattel figures, but me and you were definitely thinking
0: of them. Oh, yeah. Easily accessible over here, and they were incredible, weren't they? Kellogg's had the market cornered on this stuff. Um, <laughs> so, so we open with these these astronauts on Mars, which you know it's it's quite um, quite a ballsy move to launch a Justice League show with these completely unknown characters on Mars. Like you, you'd think yeah. they'd be desperate to just show off the big A list characters, but I love yeah. the the intrigue and the mystery of like what's what's going on here.
1: Yeah, um, I mean they've stuck to a recipe that worked for them, uh, specifically Superman the animated series, where they, they always started off with a plot point and then um built Superman up around it. Um yeah. and that's what they do here. They they make the stories uh villain based and the heroes countering that and that's how they built the villain uh, sorry, the, the superhero yeah. personas up. It's yeah. it's amazing how they do it.
0: Um and I think like any good superhero story that it's only ever as good as the villain i think yeah. um and we get some pretty great villains in this this three part which we'll we'll see later Absolutely. but um yeah it's such a um it's just it is, it's like a movie uh even though it's you know it's still only about 60 minutes long all three parts together yeah. it's such a it's a huge story actually to to start with but i think it's it's a clever way to do it because it it gives you an excuse to bring in all these different heroes having this existential otherworldly threat to uh to the planet
1: yeah absolutely and and to use the the main character and the story that they did and, and like saying the way they brought them together was perfect and um, Look at so this guy here, right? though.
0: I mean... He's, if, he's just unleashed a whole world of shit. If you fell 100 feet into an alien cave, would you be prying open the door? Like, <laughs> I, I'd it be... It wouldn't
1: be my top priority, <laughs> if I'm I'd honest. would
0: be getting the fuck out of there. And now, he, <laughs> and now you know, he, some unknown threat has just taken him out. And I'm kind of like, good, you deserve that for... Yeah, you do, you do. For hacking away at what was clearly like a, 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 an ancient temple. But, oh, yeah. this... I mean, you know, they say you can't hear pictures, but when you see that shot of the seven silhouettes walking towards the screen... It's unreal. Oh, I can it hear really it is. now. And the, oh, it's so, so good.
1: And it's the, just powerful. The, the, the yeah. music, it's just so powerful. Yeah, A lot of people hate this intro. I spoke to a lot of DCAU fans, and they hate it because it's not the you know, a Batman animated series, Superman, where it was a drawn yeah. intro, whereas this is more of an animated intro. It's, and I, It's I just very heavily... Understand cgi rendered it's very rubbery
0: looking yeah. um but there's something quite um they almost look like statues moving like yeah. like especially hot girl she looks like a like a greek statue Beautiful. and there's something quite godlike about that i think that's kind of what they were like look there like the seven of them are like seven Amazing. gods stood on a on a hill um here we are wayne yeah. tech in metropolis in substation
1: a couple of years after after yeah. that catastrophe from Carter, which hasn't gone down too well.
0: You know what's amazing? Uh, I've watched this about 50 times. This is the first time I've realised that this was a Wayne Tech station. I've never read that sign <laughs> before. God, yeah. I just do not pay any attention. Fingers in all the pies, as Bruce. So so all these scientists are aliens now. Um, so my yeah. question is, you know, if they're all aliens, why not just you know, don't be in human form, just be in your <laughs> alien form. Yeah, Like it must take effort to maintain the human look at this guy's picking up like a fridge <laughs> that was like, the yeah, like these scientists are jacked
1: <laughs> yeah i mean this is this is brilliant i love the design of the imperiums it's it's beautiful design and uh... they are um th-
0: they they're, they're clearly uh, you know they're, they're clearly uh, Im- you know um influenced by the white martians from dc comics i don't know why they just didn't do the white martians um, you know, that's you know, the traditional sort of rival race to John Jones's.
1: Um, uh, they did things margin. like this a lot, didn't they, in the series, actually? Yeah, their own spin on it. Not necessarily always a bad thing, but and that image of Batman that right there we've just seen, that's iconic. It's great, it's, yeah. It's the first Google time you see this. Like Batman, that's the image you'll get. Yeah.
0: It's the first time you saw this new design, and it's it, there's a few just subtle tweaks from his um, new Batman adventures. Um, you know, he's he's still got the kind of more um, angular jaw, but it's even more square now. And I love I,
1: the shading on the cape as well. It's great. It, it's stunning. It, it's almost yeah. like a greatest hit Batman because you've got the um, Beyond Ears, you've got the yeah. um, TMBA. He um, is sort Superman. The Superman. Superman. What do you he make guns. of Superman in this series? Love him. Uh, for people that say... Um, I was thinking about this the other day. People that say Henry Cavill's Superman is too dark, he's not all cheery. I don't think they've ever watched Justice League or Justice League Unlimited because this Superman is very... Superman. Very, very similar.
0: He is a much more um, weary Superman in this series. Even yeah. Even the way they draw the lines under his eyes, he looks fucking... And the grey shading in his hair as well. Yeah. That was
1: one thing that really struck me um, yeah. when seeing this but.
0: Yeah, I love that he is like an older, wiser, but just a bit more cantankerous Superman. Like he's not quite as joyful yeah. and easygoing. He's a little bit tetchy at times in the series. Like, and none yeah. more so when he beats the living daylights out of um, Shazam, Captain Marvel. Oh, incredible. Uh, yeah, incredible. I do love how you know Batman doesn't know these are um, highly powered aliens, and he threw a batarang straight at that woman's face. <laughs> if she was a human being, he would have shattered her skull. He got lucky that they were (laughs) aliens. Because Clark would be like, Bruce, you've just murdered somebody. (laughs) Brilliant. But it's just, it's great seeing these two on screen together. And it's it's such a great way just to, the, the way they start to build the team together around these two as well is so clever. So,
1: in timeline wise, I think we're sort of four, three or four years um, after the Demon Reborn episode of Superman. So that's when we last sort of team up. Um, So Superman has just had a um, sidekick attack from who we'll find out later on in the episode. But um, now, this is the bit I love the um, reference from Superman. Uh, I think it's called Superman's Power. It is Superman's Power when he gives Jimmy Olsen the watch let just give Batman one as well. I want one of those watches.
0: That would be uh yeah. If, 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 if there's any, that's like the ultimate rape whistle, isn't it? It was called Superman. Superman. <laughs> That'd be great. Like I would, and I would use uh, it all the time. If I was stuck in traffic, I would use it and I would get him to carry me to work in my car. <laughs> uh, I always love this scene at it's like the United Nations, um, because it's it's it always feels relevant, this discussion about nuclear weapons yeah. and uh, and never more so than today. And and that's a sign of a good show when even twenty years later it still feels
1: um profoundly relevant to human life. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And someone like um Senator Carter, you know, the Obviously not on the same scale, but we see that same slimy deception from people these days as well, and uh, ulterior motives and things. But I don't this, know what this you're is it worth talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyone who's tuned into politics, to be fair, in America or England right now, will know. But yeah, yeah. So- what I like about this is people are still very sort of wary of Superman. You know, after the legacy incident, they're not.
0: Yeah, yeah. With dark side. Yeah, yeah. There's. Which is a nice. It's nice that they still pull that storyline over from Superman: The Animated Series. Yeah. Uh, I love how this, for me, clearly influenced Zack Snyder's uh, BBS because there's that scene when he walks into the into the um, Senate Building, very reminiscent of this. That's
1: a brilliant point. Actually, I didn't think. Of
0: it. Yeah, a very, very, very reminiscent. Superman walking, all the politicians looking at him uh obviously this is a bit of a reversal because he is you know given a, a more a, a sp- he's given the speech as opposed to being given a telling off but yeah. it, it there's something very 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 um reminiscent about that uh so this this senator carter he's he is an alien now though isn't he he is yeah, yeah. he is an alien yeah and then you've got general what's he called what's that general called there he doesn't like superman
1: Oh yeah, there um, we go. Is Snapper Car?
0: Good old Snapper Car. He he hangs around a lot in this episode. Snapper Car.
1: He does. Yeah, he hang, he's in this episode a lot. Then he disappears for like nineteen episodes. Then comes in at the end.
0: Yeah. So he he's actually a bit of a deep cut character from the comic books. Um, he was like uh, an, an honorary civilian member of the Justice Leagues. Um, I don't know when in what year this was. It was a while back, but yeah, it's it's nice that they didn't that they managed to pull a name from comic yeah. book lore to to create that that character. I think that's pretty cool.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Superman's cool. alien attack again.
0: Yeah, yeah. So these are sort of littered throughout the episode. Um, you know, we do find out eventually who who it is causing them. We won't spoil it for you just yet. <laughs> but you probably already know
1: star Wars, no trespassing so of course Batman's inside having to snoop around <laughs> yeah. instantly having a look at what's going on yeah
0: there's a really funny bit of trivia that um, Superman is on screen for 17 seconds until he goes unconscious <laughs> which is just a bit, bit pathetic which is true he's literally on screen then he, he's falling out of the sky and you're like, oh there's our name,
1: uh, to three stupidly Weird looking
0: aliens, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So, Batman's just discovered these cocoons housing the actual humans, uh, and he, he, he's just cutting straight into it. No idea yeah. if this like ambiotic sack's gonna kill him or not. <laughs> he's a bit reckless, this Batman, really. He, he's he, Yeah, it's he, not going particularly well for him so far. No. He must have a shot battering as well to <laughs> cut one of those open. Yeah, you, if you put that in your pocket the wrong way, you're gonna
1: hurt yourself <laughs> very badly. I love this bit. It's meant when the dog yeah, transforms. Yeah,
0: because you don't expect it. You think it's just a guard dog, and then it's... It, it, there's there's almost... It is a bit horror-adjacent, this episode, because they, they, they are quite unsettling aliens to look at. The, the design yeah. is great. Superman here just uh, washing his face, as superheroes do.
1: I mean, alerted to danger straight away.
0: I'm always interested to see how uh, different mediums portray Superman's powers because you know in some books and films he can move almost as fast as the Flash yeah Uh, but he never quite seems to have that speed in this show he can never quite get from A to B quite as quickly as I think yeah you're right
1: books yeah no you're right absolutely and um
0: which isn't a problem for me it's just interesting how they decide to you know scale up or down his powers
1: here's the uh opportunistically timed meteor hitting earth yeah fortunately landing in a fairly sparse part. <laughs> um
0: yeah it's um it's very war of the worlds-esque this this three parter, um and i suspect that's why um the senator is called carter as well i think that's probably a pull from like john carter as well I think there's yeah. a lot of sci-fi influence in in this episode I love this bit when the, um, <laughs> the paramedic tries to take off Batman's mask. And he's like, don't, <laughs> don't even think about it. Perfect. But, but what was she doing, really? Trying to take off Batman? Who do you think she is? Yeah, it was never going to end well for her, was it? No, no. I mean, if, if I was a paramedic and I saw Batman, I wouldn't be trying to pull his mask off. That's just that's just an invasion of privacy. With GDPR regulations now, bet- <laughs> you, you're I mean... asking for a fine. <laughs>
1: That's... i'd be terrified to go near him oh, the, <laughs> this would. is this is brilliant i love this bit yes yeah, so what, what, what i do wonder though is how the hell does such a massive alien fit into just small meteor um it grow very quickly i suppose you just have to sort of not
0: i looking. assume it's kind of spider-like you know spiders can sort of you know it's it turned into yeah. a little ball because they, they are quite spider-esque um instantly starts attacking the crap out of everybody yeah it's um it's a good thing it just went for the vehicles first and not the humans. <laughs> that, that would have caused some problems and superman comes in to to take it out he's gonna get KO'd again he is immediately isn't he? immediately just gets wiped out i mean so far <laughs> we've seen superman come into action twice and both times he's been taken out he's not done a
1: good job so far superman i have to say no. And if an alien, if, if Superman just got blasted away by a laser from its eye, I would not be shooting at it with a pistol. I would be I running would away. It.
0: I would be out of there so quickly. I always <laughs> love in like TV shows and films when like the, the, the journalists end up being the bravest people around and they're just so, <laughs> slap bang in the middle of everything. Uh, but speaking of like sci-fi influences, it feels very uh, Godzilla-esque at this point. Just this monster rampaging through a, a populated mm. city.
1: Love seeing the Batwing as well return, yeah, in the TMBA yeah. style. Yeah, I Love like them. that as well. Excellent.
0: You don't. They they, they don't um, underuse it either. We we get plenty of Batmobile in, in the whole series, really.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm glad they kept with the TMBA designs. Just gives that a bit of continuity.
0: They yeah, need... which. Which they needed because it, it <laughs> I think it would have been easy just to make this its own thing and not build on you know Batman the Superman animated series. Because, yeah, obviously, we don't see really anything of, of, of Gotham or Robin or Alfred uh, but for a few appearances with Alfred. Yeah. Um, because there was that whole like Batman embargo thing went on as oh, well, it was just
1: stupid, wasn't it? Like this...
0: Which was a real shame because there was quite a lot of loose ends in, in TNBA, really. There was, yeah. It would have been nice to have seen a bit more of that develop, which they just weren't allowed to do. Mm. A, might... a,
1: few, a few stories were set up specifically for it, especially yeah. with Etrigan. But um, I think there was maybe an episode in JLU when we saw Batgirl with Huntress and Black Canary like team up as um, birds of prey, but it never happened because of the Bat embargo. Um, I think Scarecrow was meant to be in the Legion of Doom as well oh, in the second so, season. So much wasted potential. Yeah. Superman with another alien attack. Also, just going slightly back, I'd love to know how many times the Daily Planet globe has been blown up on the top of that um, building. A lot, I'm imagining.
0: I suspect the Metropolis City Council are sick of fixing that Daily Planet globe. (laughs) I'd be like, you know what, guys? You're not having a new one. (laughs) Because that is a lightning rod for destruction. (laughs) We're going to put a billboard on top instead, Okay, Cheaper (laughs) to replace. Here And comes, here comes the military trying to take out these things that Superman couldn't take down. <laughs> Who's now ran away. I mean, they've mobilised this scarily efficiently. Like, there's just tanks parked on Fifth Street around the corner just waiting... <laughs> That is. Oh, there's the deal. There it is, right on cue. Burnt to a cinder, blown to
1: smithereens.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a good question because there's so many different times you see that that globe destroyed in, like, like Man of Steel in comic books, in like, um, what do you call it, the uh, Injustice. Mm. And we get a quick montage of the world being attacked. They 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 do this. This book ends really nicely with um, Destroyer when you see that few clips of dark side attack in different countries around the world. It's very That's much true. like this. Um, I, this is... This is great. So our first look at Wonder Woman on Themyscira, and they, they are really... Um, I, I always appreciate how comics accurate they treat a lot of the characters.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: they are... I mean, I think they go down the route of Diana being made made from clay
1: in this series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they they sort of hint at a few of the alternatives, don't they? With, um, uh, I I forget his name now, Um, from Paradise Lost, the the Beast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They sort of hint at him um, being the sort of father of Diana but they never really explore it but Hades that's what I'm looking for
0: yeah Hades underworld um I mean traditionally in the comics, she was you know made from clay it was supposed to be a like a liberation thing so that a man wasn't involved in her creation but they sort of retconned that in I don't know if it was with the new 52 maybe when she mm. became the half she, she was a demigod so I think Zeus was her father in the end mm. so she was an actual proper demigod so she wasn't made from clay, but I don't quite know what origin they give her in this. I can't quite remember.
1: Well, this, this is awesome. The first appearance of Jean Jones. Yeah,
0: and I love that they give him his sort of natural form at first. Yeah. Uh, because, again, this—it's although it's a very accessible show for a new watcher, there's a lot of stuff in here for more diehard fans. Absolutely, yeah. Like a lot of deep-cut references to comic book material. And even just having Martian Manhunter, I think, was a phenomenal choice because they could have gone yeah. with with um, just Aquaman as as the seventh member if they wanted to. Yeah, oh, there's loads of members that they could have gone for. You know, they, 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 I think,
1: it, they I think originally they were they were going to go with Aquaman and um, they were going to go with Hal Jordan, and they weren't going to have Hawk Girl, Jean, or John Stewart, and then they changed it because they wanted more of a diverse lineup, which was a Absolute masterstroke because it would have been yeah pretty great. Nice. How I find how Jordan just boring. So I'm glad they went with John Stewart.
0: Yeah, and it's you know it, it gave a lot of fans like to them that Green Lantern was their first Green Lantern. So yeah. for me, Green Lantern was always a, a black man. Yeah, same. Uh, oh, here, here we green. go. So oh, here are the Imperium. Our, our heroes are being cornered with John Jones by the Imperium. And we fade to black, and that is to be to continued. Be continued. <laughs> I, I Brilliant always,
1: first part.
0: I, I always hated the to be continued when I was younger because, for the life of me, they never played part two on TV until like uh, three <laughs> weeks later. They'd just play a random episode next.
1: Yeah, it's true that isn't it? And then they'd ruin the running order. It, it, it would just throw get very
0: annoying. Me bananas. All right, folks, we're going to line up Secret Origins Part 2. Yes. Part 2 for English speakers. <laughs> uh, so we're going to press play in 3, 2, 1. And we are away. We get our
1: recap at the start, of course, after Bugs Bunny's eating his carrots. <laughs> we uh, what what I really like about this, though, and, and this is something I didn't realise uh, until later life, that Throughout the series, they never called him Martian Manhunter, not once. They call him Martian sometimes, but they never called him Martian really? Manhunter. Yes, yeah, um, this is something that I noticed when I was re-watching it lately, and um, they always call him Sean or John Jones, so I never knew of his Martian Manhunter name till sort of later in life.
0: The the you know, team just... don't call him it, but they but Task Force X definitely call him the Martian Manhunter in that episode um, when they raid the Watchtower, because when they're going yeah. through the personnel on board, I, I, I remember, I think it's, is it Clock King? He says the Martian Manhunter. Right. Okay. There's there's one. not many references to that full name though because yeah, it's always the the team referred to him as as Jean. I think just because Martian Manhunter is a bit of a mouthful, really. Yeah, yeah. But I do like, for the most part, when they are interacting with with each other, they they normally refer to each other each other by the names. Yeah. Um, or they'll say GL.
1: Yeah, I love that GL.
0: Which I quite like that that gives you a sense of camaraderie between them. Um, oh, here because I can hear this theme music even though there's no sound on. I can hear this theme music. <laughs> it is, what, what what do you prefer the the Justice League theme music or the Justice
1: League Unlimited theme music? It's definitely Justice League. I like JLU, and but definitely Justice League. It's wow. just so much more superhero like i don't know the guitars i don't think they fit as as well but um
0: yeah jlu is a bit more rocky isn't it? it's like a punk rock sort of um which i I love it but yeah i think i agree this has a um it's almost got a sort of classic cinema scope to it with it it's very orchestral almost
1: and it fits more in the continuity as well with with the um the other shows like Superman and Batman. I mean, the Justice League Unlimited music is a bit more Batman Beyondish to me, but
0: yeah, yeah. So this oh, was written we by Rich Fogel as well. I think he he did a lot of work on on Batman Beyond and Superman. So yeah, you're always in safe hands when Rich Fogel's writing your episode. Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: we're opening on Themyscira. Um, Beautiful design. You can tell that the um, CC EU has had a lot of inspiration from.
0: The yeah. US. Yeah. Which I mean, and, and to be fair, you know, I think we, you always have to go back to the, the comic books, though, for, for almost everything. I mean, without them, you don't yeah. get any of these designs. Yeah. Um, and here she is. Here's Princess Diana herself. Can we just address the fact that she is completely
1: naked under that robe? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> It's that mascara, though, so it's a bit safer than sort of England. Well, yes, it is literally paradise, (laughs) quite literally paradise. Yeah, there's no men out there to pounce on you. No, no. Uh, So here here we have our
0: three heroes attacking these not-White Martians because for some reason they didn't want to call them White Martians.
1: Yeah. Can we just put out there? The Batman's sort of battering and it's exploding, they've all gone flying. But earlier, when he, and there again, look, he's he's battering that person, but yet the aliens <laughs> were unarmed when he battering that woman. She's just headed it wide like a year. Uh,
0: I can only assume in, in the intervening day, he has coated his batterangs in something much harder than ah, uh, uh, yeah, I think for the, the
1: Wayne Tech boys, I saw, yeah. Out.
0: You know, it's like in the uh, Batman sixty six. He gets a shark repellent spray. He's got his alien <laughs> repellent batarangs. <laughs> uh, so that's the only thing I can assume has happened. Has happened
1: there. Um, I love the design of these ships as well. Like, everything is so closely based together. It, it looks perfect. Oh, well,
0: the alien ships, you mean? Yeah. 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 The they really are. Cool. And the, you know what? They do. They do look very alien. Um, I, yeah. I, I love that they don't look like uh, alien ships, that because they they look yeah. like aliens themselves, like they've got eyes and they've got faces, They're almost um,
1: like clams, don't they? Flying clams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
1: I'd always found
0: fascinating. Is that, sorry, sorry. Again, Superman taken out. We are
1: <laughs> four,
0: four minutes <laughs> in, and he's been taken out again. Like, can but, we just keep a running tally of how many times Superman gets taken out in this series?
1: you got a great is... big massive black bat wing flying around and it, it manages to take yeah. out like three or four of these ships. Um, yeah, Whereas Superman takes out zero. Oh, here we go, there's GL. Oh,
0: great introduction for Jon Stewart. Um, there is a really interesting little bit of trivia. Do, do you know why his eyes glow green?
1: Uh, the only thing I've ever known is when his, his ring is activated, his eyes are glowing, glowing green. Well, when he has ring on.
0: according to the legendary Bruce Tim, um, this John Stewart has been green lantern for so long that the green radiation energy has infected yeah. his bloodstream, so that's oh, why wow. his eyes glow. That's um, that's that's what he says, anyway. I, I, I think it's just because it's part of the power, but I, I that, that's a pretty <laughs> cool explanation.
1: It is, um, and, and here she is, Shayara Hall. I love this bit from Batman, um, uh, when he's like, you know, Hulk girl, what's she doing here? And that instantly you know that she's been around for a while, then so you don't really need to sort of develop that story and well, where's she come from?
0: Yeah, either that or you know, Batman's been keeping tabs on these people in secret, <laughs> which I like to assume because it's like the oh, uh, he, de- he definitely has, like the sort of Tower of Babel comic book, you know, he, he's got a file on every member of the Justice League some way. He knows how to take him down if they ever go rogue.
1: And he then, probably has.
0: Well, yeah. But, oh, again, it, it, nice nice choice to have uh, Shaira Hall and not Carter Hall. You know, yeah, know, just, just give it that bit of diversity. And then Wonder, Wonder Woman is terrific in this series. She Brilliant. is uh, an absolute standout for me, voiced by the wonderful Susan Eisenberg, of course. I mean, like Su-
1: even- superman actually getting some things to explode phones rather than just
0: being the one i mean i'm gonna come on to this more but the wanton destruction of this league is outrageous <laughs> they cause so much property damage throughout the series <laughs> and then here is wally west himself which again you know they they didn't go with the obvious barry Allen; they went with the with, with the Wally West Flash, which, again, for me, growing up, Wally West was always my Flash, and it yeah. wasn't until I, I picked up the comic books that I realised, well, Barry Allen's actually more commonly the Flash.
1: Yeah. Interesting trick. I did actually read a fascinating article that speculated that the original Flash that appeared in Superman, the animated series, as half my cabinet falls, um, <laughs> was um, Barry Allen, and then this is how Wally West, who took over from him. I think it's just a fantasy sort of idea, but
0: well it's like all theories. if you can't disprove it then why not yeah uh but they don't ever make reference to Barry Allen do they don't no. there's ever a single mention of him in this in this whole show no and then we get this great flashback of of Jean Jones on on Mars at the height of its civilization and it's a
1: beautiful place
0: it's again so so well designed and then it's just this horrifying just invasion of the imperium which again th- this is very very much akin to the white martian storyline from the comic books which they they, they do on uh, supergirl on the cw which is they they do that quite brilliantly actually the, the mm. way they portray the white martians but you know i don't i, I don't mind that they, they've created this new new race to fight because it, it gives them a bit of freedom to write a bit differently yeah. give, give it gives them a bit of liberty creative liberty to write some new stories but Jesus, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a uh, pretty harrowing two minutes. This you just see the complete collapse of John Jones's entire race, more or less. Hmm. Which for a kids' show, this is pretty fucking dark. I mean, it is, yeah. <laughs> we're basically seeing slave labor here as well, and just mass <laughs> mass genocide. Oh, that,
1: that's brutal.
0: Like this was on at ten in the morning with me, and I'm watching people getting. <laughs> <laughs> this is actual genocide.
1: It's fascinating how they absorb the shape changing abilities as well. Well yeah. the design of the entire of the ship as well—amazing design. It's it's very um, organic looking,
0: isn't it? Like it's yeah. it looks like veins and mm. organs everywhere. Like it, it all looks yeah. like you're inside something's stomach.
1: Which yeah,
0: it's just like I said. It has that all oh, that that horror aspect to it for me. You get this little ragtag group of Martians. I want a series about this. About, I want a prequel series about these five Martians trying to take down the Imperium.
1: <laughs> I want a mini-series.
0: I want a live-action mini-series just about yes. like the week leading up to this. Because that would make a
1: great show, that. I want to know how they've made a gas spread so far as well.
0: <laughs> they've got it's some incredible great
1: technology. They really have. Because
0: like, they're a proper little um, little stealth team here taking out these... And, and and they they do it as well. They they succeed. I mean, they 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 pay a heavy heavy price for it, but but they take them out. Fantastic.
1: This would make a good movie, actually. Good. This is what I mean. Movie.
0: Like, it's it's the sign of a of, of a good story that they can tell uh, this backstory in just two minutes, and it is really effective, really powerful. And just that line there, I was the last of my kind. John Jones has such a heartbreaking backstory, like more so than anyone in the league, like more than Batman, because like Batman lost his mom and dad. John Jones lost his whole race. I mean, and then I had to guard over it for half a millennium. Which is yeah, crazy. like that is a um, what a uh, what a sacrifice to make to live through the you know your your entire civilization being destroyed and you take it upon yeah. yourself just to make sure no one gets these aliens out again but he was asleep on the job he was quite literally he was and, in stasis
1: <laughs> john stewart there saying some pencil pusher washington and hit the fact that there was aliens on mars which probably couldn't be truer today people still do that kind of crap
0: I mean, I don't know if there's actually aliens on Mars, but we certainly have politicians that don't like to tell us the truth. So absolutely, but let's not get political here. Snapper Car again. <laughs> Snapper Car just hanging out with these aliens, like yeah. General Wells, I just thought of that guy's name. That's it, General Wells. Here he is, giving some shit to Superman. <laughs> and then we have I mean, Senator Carter again, the Great Deceiver. Yeah, again. I mean, a, a really. Really great bit of satire about politicians not being who they seem. I mean, (laughs) this bit's amazing as well. Yeah, so this is when we. This is sort of heading into the Imperium's endgame now. Yeah. They released the. uh, Yeah, these bad boys start to. I mean, yeah, they're very, very organic. Everything's it's always alive, isn't it? Yeah, like there's there's nothing um, sort of robotic about it. It's like it's a, a, like an animal growing in the middle of the city, like very very fluid as well. Except for this drill, an
1: animal with a power drill.
0: Yeah, except for this. Um, apparently, they've come to frack.
1: Very powerful drill. I oh, want some bollocks that are. <laughs> that seem to inflate and deflate
0: they are literally Oh yeah, so they're blocking out the sun aren't they that's what they're doing but they are I mean this whole thing could just be like an analogy for global warming right now cracking <laughs> the earth block, you know blocking out the sun <laughs> look there's some extreme weather events now let's see climate change <laughs> apparently they're just as uh... they can see this from the Himalayas over there <laughs> no, I think they're just on the outskirts of Metropolis aren't they right now more than likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're still just stood there watching, like, maybe you should go and do something about it, everyone. <laughs> Flash has to get the dig in on Batman. Yeah, so that's something they do so well with the Flash. You know, he's always the comic relief, but when he does play the straight man and the serious character, it, it, it really hits home. Like, mm. you think of that, that scene when he is taking out Lex Luthor and, and Brainiac, and Amazing. he is willingly just sacrificing himself. When you when you've only ever seen him goof around, it's it's even more powerful. John Stewart just giving some unnecessary shit to Wonder Woman right now, <laughs> and <Flash> obviously <laughs> eager to spend as much time with her as possible. Is uh, the start of Flash and GL's romance? Yeah, so mean, the Flash GL bromance is one of my favorite parts of the whole series. And yeah. I think they, you know, I think they realize probably doing episodes like this that these two characters have such a great dynamic together because Jon Stewart yeah. is this, you know, military man, very plays by the rules, you
1: know, follow the plan. And Flash is just, I'm just going to wing it straight away. Look, he's winging it. <laughs> I mean, I think um, John Stewart's as dark as Batman a lot of the time in the series. He's very yeah. very straight up and, like you say, he's just dead serious about everything and very militant.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I mean we'll come on to it in, in, in later episodes, even in in, in Blackest Night, but he is, uh, he, he's is he got a troubled past, really.
1: There's one for all the Snyder fans. It's not the Snyder fans, the Whedon fans that say you wouldn't fall over a rock. Well, he does. <laughs>
0: I mean, if you were moving it at that speed, you're gonna fall over now and again, aren't you?
1: Yeah, into some green goo. Yeah. So, oh, destruction from the power ring. I, I always love, love the color. The colour's stunning of the of the power ring in this series. Yeah, the
0: the way they animate each hero to showcase their powers is really well done. I mean, Batman is like. He, he's so fluid in his motions. He's such a, he's like a, well, he is. He's like a ninja. Um, whereas Superman's a little bit more uh, blocky and Superman's just massive as well. Yeah. He is massive. But then I love how Jean is always very stoic. He is. Uh, he's, he's always very, very deliberate in what he's doing. A great this voice is, casting as well. Um, yeah. I mean, we have not Cole, even touched, does, Lumley it brilliant yeah, well, we touch on cast. the voice cast but i mean there aren't many as that have become so iconic and and endeared so much to the fans as well yeah but, i mean kevin conroy obviously is batman to to a lot of us you know when we like when i read comic books i hear kevin conroy's voice
1: yeah i think i think you definitely can say that for all of them um Especially with Superman, um, Tim Daly, who was Superman in the animated series, he's more the Boy Scout. Whereas I think George Newbern, and we were saying this before, he's just got that Mm. sort of edge to him, and that and that aggressive voice. It just sounds better. He just
0: has that little hint that you think he could just turn and get a little bit bit more serious. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Carl Lumley is is great as John Jones, and he. Um, gets to reprise his role as a Martian on, on Supergirl. He gets to play... Oh, John- cool. Yeah, he gets to play John jones's dad on Supergirl. And, and he yeah, is yeah. exquisite. Um, and I won't spoil it, but I was brought to tears in his final episode on Supergirl. Oh, awesome. He is such a nice guy as well. And... It was just, and that's something the CW. I mean, I don't want to make this a CW podcast, but <laughs> uh, they're very good at honoring what came before on those shows, yeah. and, and, and they give a lot of um, a lot of nods to previous uh, DC shows. So getting Carl Lumley on the series, it just made sense. Just made sense getting him, and getting to play John Jones' dad is just perfect because you can just hear that. You know, he's not quite John Jones because obviously he puts on a bit more of a voice for him. Yeah. But he, it's it, it's perfect. It is perfect. Um, and here we have Green Lantern getting taken out. Now, our heroes do a bad job sometimes in this show. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, I it, have it, to say.
1: Have I just seen gas go through a power ring? Yeah. That's just happened, does not it? Yeah,
0: I wasn't really sure how that happened then. But I mean, there <laughs> oh.
1: Flash's guess. turn to say Green Lantern. Oh, we go. Back with Hulk and soups. Heading into the Imperium,
0: yeah. So this is an interesting team up: Superman and Hot Girl. Don't you don't see this very often,
1: actually.
0: No, of this is just what it, I was I thinking. No, I, I don't think we see much um, direct one-to-ones with Superman and Hot Girl, really. I can't think of any, anyway. And of course, there um, oh, we go. Yeah. So you know, as as we head towards the end of of the episode, things starting to go wrong for our heroes again. We've got more
1: of that yellow gas.
0: It's um, I I suspect they took a lot of um, inspiration from shows like Batman '66, where at the end of every episode they had like the uh they had these death traps that the heroes had to get get out of for the next episode cause, and they were always two parters as well with the 66 yeah. Batman series. So I think they might have been borrowing a, a page or two from that storytelling book. The one thing that always bothered me, though, was John Jones's powers are very inconsistent in this series. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes he will just, he, he can sense things happening anywhere, and sometimes he's completely oblivious to things right next to him. <laughs> but I think that's the difficulty of writing such a powerful character, um, is it's is maintaining that consistency is not easy look at he just left it. Batman behind, just carry him, <laughs> carry him. Still,
1: still grappling his way out of trouble. But yeah, I mean, um, in this series, Marshall Manon is actually the most powerful member, isn't he? He's more powerful than Superman. He's, there is a, there's he a great... He has no known weakness, does he? It's not like Kryptonite he's got to go against him or anything.
0: There's a great line in, a, I think it's a Justice League of America comic book, when actually it's when he dies in in the books and Superman calls him the most powerful being in the universe. Yeah. Um, which, you know, he's, he's probably not. But, you know, he, he is gem- generally the most powerful member. You know, he's he's probably just as strong as Superman. He's got the psychic abilities, the shape-shifting, and, yeah. and he can phase through things, which, again, the phasing is a bit... In, there he goes, just dropping through the
1: floor. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is brilliant. I love this bit when Batman takes the Ion Matrix crystal. Yeah. Um, I love I, this
0: bit. I do love how this Imperium is sat at a desk... Like <laughs> all the fancy technology, and he's basically just sat. At, <laughs> he sat at his IKEA desk,
1: and then that John Jones. Take I love that out. crystal. It looks amazing. What does it do, Scott? What does that crystal do? It, it puts out an ion charge, um, and it, it's like basically the. Oh, is that? Like the the tower to a computer, basically. See, this is why you're on the podcast because I. I don't it, 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 I think it, it, it. Believe it gives up like a um, a darkness and uh, the ion charge. So it's what produces that big puff of smoke that comes out the top of the.
0: Now this, I to this day don't know how Batman survives this. Yeah, um, I would love to know. I mean, John Jones says something about a
1: psychic shield, but what is that psychic shield exactly? Well, I think it's because they absorbed the powers that Martian Mountain can have, so he had to psychic shield them from them guessing that he knew where they were, if that makes sense. But, I, yeah, it is a bit inconsistent, isn't it?
0: Yeah, because yeah, the episode ends with Batman seemingly being killed. I mean, you don't have to be a genius, know they're not going to kill Batman in episode two of <laughs> Justice League. But again, another great cliffhanger, and that is, that is the end of part two. Yes. Um, Gotta love this show.
1: It's it is, brilliant, isn't it? it? Is great. It's great.
0: And, you know, something I have to say before we start part three is the consistency of the quality of this show is second to none. There's so, few, I mean, you know, I, I wish there were more seasons of it, but the seasons we did get were all of just the highest, highest quality. Yeah, there's no filler whatsoever. No, there isn't. And, 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 you know, and particularly when you, when you get into Just League Unlimited, they, you know, th- there's a few sort of one offs, but they all play the part
1: yeah it was a fascinating change in approach the um they went for because i think in season one they just went for the the character building episodes then yeah. in season two with the dark side and brainiac story you instantly started opening up the universe and then it just got bigger and bigger from yeah there. but
0: there's always uh even in unlimited there's, there's a, a, a a underlying thread to each season whether it's cadmus whether it's brainiac there's always something running or, or whether it's dark side Yeah, Uh, but let's. We will be starting part three in three, two, one. Make Rocket go now. (laughs) I thought Simpsons reference. There's Bugs Bunny again, (laughs) and we'll get our recap. You know, if this was Netflix, we could just skip the recap, but (laughs) we'll be authentic. Why, Why has this series not been remastered in 4K? Tell me that. Scott. It should have.
1: Been. It should have been. I don't get how Batman Beyond has and this hasn't. I don't understand.
0: Do you think we get new, new Justice League in the next few years? Do you think we get hashtag JL reunion? Um,
1: it's hard to say. I, I would like to think so, but I'm not quite convinced that Justice League V. Five did as well as they were hoping. So I don't know if that may have made them shy, but. Um, it was a good movie, and they should do it. I know there's been a lot of talk around it, and they all want to do it, so it's was, just down to Warner Brothers now.
0: Was that in canon for this series, though? Was that supposed to be a continuation of Justice League Unlimited, or was it just the same um, cast?
1: No, it, it's, it is a continuation, I think, because they mention a few things about the um, the characters in it. They mention the uh, that Shire has gone back to Thanagar.
0: See... I suspect that didn't do as well as they wanted it to, because I don't think that they promoted it well enough, because I didn't even know that was supposed to be in canon to this series. Yeah,
1: I mean, it should have been a huge thing for them. Yeah,
0: and that probably comes down to Warner Brothers marketing, which, as we know, is not great.
1: Yeah. Uh, And the only three... I mean, they they only brought... It was dubbed as a a reunion, but they only brought... um, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman back from the original show. Like all the rest of the characters, although they used like Mister Terrific and and people like that, yeah. they were all recasted. So it wasn't really. A yeah, re- so it's
0: not really a a, a like for like um, continuation. Then it's it's it, it sounds really more isn't. like a it sounds more like a spiritual sequel as opposed to a direct sequel. But yeah, I I think in the the age that we live in, we will see this series. Revived in some way, shape, or form.
1: It should be. It's think, it should be. There's loads can do with it.
0: And I'll tell you why. With things like HBO Max and all the streaming services, these these companies just need content, yeah. and no, nothing sells like nostalgia. And this this is now a nostalgic show for people. And with the Harley Quinn series being as successful as it is, that is a great show, by the way. It is, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Really good. Very adult, but. Uh, very,
1: very good. And
0: here is Snapper Carr doing some great exposition work for us.
1: Love the artwork in that sky as well. Yeah,
0: Senator Carr is still lying through his teeth. <laughs> lying, lying in wake, bastard.
1: In the wake of this development, we are urging people to remain calm and it instantly cuts to and people spring. The end is here
0: on the wall. This is basically um, Covid world in six months. <laughs> This is this is the path we're heading down. Oh, he's in his
1: Christmas shopping look. Smashing yeah. a bit into a window. But it's... Um, well, we've all
0: been there, Scott.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or if we haven't, we will be soon.
0: I always love how um, animated shows uh, try and portray... Uh, they, they do this, like, oh, you think there's some big burly thugs, but they're rescuing kids. So they give them, like, uh, beards, uh, vests, no
1: undershirt... <laughs> there we go so uh, gonna go after Superman and Hawkgirl. girl what, what is the end
0: game for these aliens then what are they trying to achieve
1: um, honestly you know I think it's just one of those um, sort of brainiac mentalities or dark heart mentalities where they just go into a planet and want to absolutely destroy it and make it their own
0: yeah is it just like colonising worlds basically
1: I think so I, I also think it's a um a bit of a vendetta against John Jones, because Senator Carter knows that he's here, perhaps. Maybe something like that.
0: It could be, yeah. yeah. It could all just be a, a vengeance thing against the the Last Martian that, that they were able to stop. And here's John Jones. That
1: monotone he has is brilliant.
0: Yeah, he... He he is great in this series because he is like the he, he is the oracle for the Justice League, is, is how I would put it. And particularly when we get into JLU and he's he just lives on the watchtower. But even in, in Justice League, he's very much the uh the conduit for the team to you know, in, in many ways he, he, he is like a, a leader of the team because he, he's aware of where everybody is and, and where yeah. to put people. Flash is throwing a <laughs> rocket, this massive <laughs> alien, oh, obviously. Flash. He's great, isn't he? He he is great. And, <laughs> you know, and and this is why the show was so great because although you know we can enjoy it as adults, kids love people like Flash, this silly, brightly coloured, goofy character. And I loved him as a kid. He was always yeah. one of my favourites because he was so great. so silly. And again, for a lot of people, this was the first introduction to a lot of these characters. I mean, you know, I watched this in the early two thousands, and I hadn't read a comic book then. Yeah. So this was this was the first time I ever saw The Flash, the first time I ever saw Green Lantern, first time I certainly saw Martian Manhunter and Hot Girl. I mean, also I knew you know, some of your
1: bigger heroes, like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. What a way to begin, though, with a series like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's I blame this series for my obsessive adult collection now because <laughs> if it wasn't yeah. for this series, I probably wouldn't be into n- nearly as much into comic books now as I am.
1: I think this and BTS are the reasons that I've got what well, I've
0: got as well see do you want to know something strange I watched this series before I ever saw BTAS
1: uh, maybe it's oh, actually no no I can't say the same but I mean it, it it's fascinating isn't it Like when you um, oh, I love to say the same language they do by the way
0: oh, it's good yeah it's it's really clever Although I feel that they should be able to detect when John Jones is posing as one of them. But never mind.
1: <laughs> That's Bruce, the way he takes that. Yeah,
0: he's, he has just phased through their hearts. Can we just acknowledge <laughs> that he has just given them like... <laughs> uh,
1: flash some a heart, heart attack. Pain,
0: think, yeah. Um, but I think I'd seen episodes of Batman the Animated Series, but I'd never watched it back to back. But this was the show that I properly watched. I think it's just yeah. because I got Sky TV about this time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think this was on when I was growing up, but it was yeah. Batman Beyond that was getting replayed as well, so it was on like yeah. both of these. And as a kid, I do not have a clue that, like, what was going on. So Yeah,
0: and uh, John Stewart is ever so slightly sexist in these first few episodes. He's very much <laughs> like, step back, Wonder and I'll do it. <laughs> but I think that's just his um, sort of military, I want to be in charge sort of it aspect. Is. I don't think it's a sexist thing, really. We're, it's all
1: just jokes, people. Don't worry.
0: We don't think Jon Stewart's sexist.
1: <laughs> so the, the caption on there says thunder. It's a little bit more than thunder. It is a little bit more than
0: thunder. And again, this is something that th- this show, I think every single episode, we see buildings getting destroyed in some city somewhere. I mean, can you imagine trying to sell a house in Metropolis?
1: If you are a builder, like, you'd be like, oh, fuck's sake. I, yeah. I, the amount of times a Metropolis gets destroyed... Like, I,
0: I i work in real estate and if i had to do a valuation <laughs> i'd be like so okay how many bedrooms how much Bath- insurance would you charge for that and how many bathrooms and how many alien attacks this month
1: <laughs> yeah it is yeah you, this you, is dumb from Martian and Manhunter as well i gotta say because he should know that they're aliens yeah, he uh, he drops the ball here a
0: little bit. Like he he can sense Superman from three miles, but he can't sense an alien from six feet.
1: Yeah, and and also the fact that he sensed that these are Superman and, and Hawkgirl, but then he's gone right up to him and like, oh shit, we made a mistake. But I wonder if that's the the aliens using
0: his connection to them against him to sort of trick his. Yeah, true. Abilities. Actually,
1: that's a good that's a good
0: point. I'm, I'm I make excuses for the show here, but that would make sense to be fair. And here comes the weird voice again. And, he, uh, and, be <laughs> and here we have our, our hero seemingly down and out now. Who is going to save them, Scott? Um, I have no idea. No. Who, who I, could it be?
1: I think it is going to be uh, Captain America. It could be Captain America. It could be, <laughs> it could be Iron Man. I mean, he, he can do anything.
0: What a great twist that would be. What a great twist.
1: Oh, here's the grand Grand reveal of the villain.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which you know, Senator Carter. Knowing the twist, um, it's still great because you realise what he's been doing for, and and for years as well. You know, this has been years in the making because he you know, he was on Mars two years ago. Yeah. He, he put all this into motion.
1: And here's the traditional villain speech.
0: I was just about to say it is It's such a cliche, but it's so necessary to explain to the audience what the hell's going on.
1: Oh, here comes the Imperium.
0: Here Here, he is. Here comes the Imperium's kidney ship.
1: For a race that looks like that, how the fuck have they ended up with a leader that looks like this? He looks like some sort of swelled octopus.
0: Yeah, it's... um, It looks great, but... I wonder if it's supposed to be a, a nod to Starro, maybe. Um, you know, the uh, psychic starfish from the comic books. I know this isn't a starfish by any means, but there's something very Starro-esque about him. There's just this, like, anthropomorphic um, alien fish. Yeah. With, with psychic abilities. Um yeah, you know, I, I can only assume that this that these um, white aliens are not actually Imperium, but this is the and they're just like some other race that he has harnessed to do his bidding for him. Mm. Um, True. So he's given his.
1: Speech. It's got a creepy face. I've never even noticed that before. Yeah, it, it's very. It's so yeah,
0: say so you're face. right. He's he's come to take out John Jones, really, hasn't he? Which this is yeah. This, is terrific, this what he's doing now. Look,
1: it's straight it's to br- the eyes.
0: Br- brutal. Straight to the brain. Wow. For a kid's show, this is... And, and now he's just... What's it? Is he eating him? Yeah, he sort of absorbed him. That's a, I've never even noticed the face on the Imperium until yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the screen painting, is it? This, this is horrific, yeah. actually. Why did they show this to kids?
1: What was this really... Yeah, it is pretty it is pretty bad. And then Senator Carter just stood there. Well, Scott, Superman's not- so feeble as well. How can he not get out of that? Yeah... I mean,
0: they have to do this in the show. They have to sort of uh find ways just to tone down his powers. Otherwise, I think Superman could solve every problem in about two minutes. You're right, actually. But this is great. This little reveal here, like, oh, what's 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 he hiding? What could it oh, be? Oh we go. And then we just get this great reveal in a moment that it is, of course, our resident Batman. Oh god, yeah, it's, so there it is. it's so
1: good. It's so good. I mean, the only human one there, well, without powers. There so, he goes. yeah, he Reverses says the iron charge.
0: Okay, so he says he mentally shielded Batman so he couldn't be detected. They still don't explain how he didn't get killed, but you know what? Because he's Batman. That's why.
1: And also, Batman went. To, oh, sorry, John went into the crystal and nicked it earlier. Now they're shooting at it and it can't be exploded, which I find strange. Ah. Here we go. So now he's he's producing light where there was darkness so yeah it's an iron charge reverse that has enabled got it to re- reverse the blot of the sun got it
0: yeah so they are um clearly related to vampires then aren't they because they cannot handle the
1: sunlight also when um because obviously they um will die if they have the sun unblotted but when the original attack happened it wasn't night as well so obviously a lot of time has passed between then
0: it's a, um, it's a bit like uh, in in signs you know when those aliens come to earth but 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 water is the thing that is their weakness like why would you invade a planet that is two-thirds water <laughs> similarly for the, these people like if you are allergic to Earth's yellow Sun maybe pick another solar system to invade but who knows if they're allergic to... look, look at Superman just like soaking up the sunlight they're like oh yeah give me that sweet <laughs> sweet UV.
1: <laughs> that is great. Still... Senator, Senator Carter still still pulling punches.
0: John Jones is still. So did... soups. Yeah, I mean finally finally we see Superman doing something.
1: I love just... the visuals, they had beautiful visuals.
0: Yeah, again, if you look at the way he's 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 pulled the, the ship up there, it, <laughs> it's like it's alive.
1: Hawk girl just happens to be trapped with a mace as well. Yeah, you think they were taking that offer, but never mind.
0: <laughs> but it's it's such a great secret. So, as the heroes get free, and, and we finally get to see all seven into action just wailing on these. I mean, she is, Hot Grow is literally just destroying see these aliens, them.
1: smashing the crap out of them.
0: I do love how Green Lantern can construct absolutely anything his imagination wishes, and he just did a big ball.
1: <laughs> like, well they actually did it quite well with John Stewart in this series because if you see like, how Jordan comes up with all these fancy designs but John's pretty conservative with what he he's, does
0: in his he's life. very pragmatic they are very much just um, elements of his life I think as well
1: yeah yeah we, I,
0: I, I would have loved to see more of this this Imperium in in, in later episodes um, yeah. But I think really it just, it all serves yeah, as just bit. a, yeah.
1: Unhand me worm. <laughs> so that's why
0: I, I suspect oh, that th- th- they're not part of the same race. I think this Imperium has just found these
1: yeah. sort
0: of soldier-like aliens just to do his bidding. Um,
1: you might be right, actually, yeah, because they did absorb powers, didn't they, from other races. So
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I wonder if he found them and thought, well, because you can absorb powers, you would make a great army for me. Yeah. Um, but again it's never really explained what the Imperium was doing on on Mars and what it's doing on Earth but you know it it the, it serves its purpose to get our heroes together and kickstart the series more than anything. Yeah. Um
1: It's quite clever that they didn't use a, a sort of mainstream big villain for it because it's it wasn't really ever going to be I mean, the villain is the main part of the story, but it was never going to really be about the villain as such, was it? They did
0: certainly, a good job making yeah. it very
1: powerful at the scene, certainly. Certainly
0: yeah. not this episode. This had to be about the seven getting together. So if you if yeah. you put Dark Side in this episode, it becomes fifty percent about our heroes and fifty percent about Dark Side. Whereas, you know, we're we're not overly invested in this Imperium and these aliens because we just want to see our heroes getting together and just kicking some ass yeah absolutely um, and obviously we we do get some pretty big a-list villains in later episodes anyway uh once we've established our our core team but yeah the i ma- just it, the major
1: collapse of the imperium now
0: i mean the the animation by today's standards is fairly basic but it's it still holds
1: up oh it really does yeah i i prefer this style i don't like this this even in jlv V five i didn't I don't know, it just doesn't feel quite the same um, as it did, even though you used the same sort of designs and everything. Yeah, no, it just doesn't quite
0: feel as authentic. I do love how we get this little scene of them just rescuing these these people from their uh, stasis chambers. That's just a nice little, you know, these are heroes saving regular people. It's not just all no, about.
1: Just notice as well, actually, Josh Whedon nicks the uh, gross line from that scene there with, you know, when he flash destroys them parademons
0: yeah i mean he nicked it he might have just you know i think i think we'll find there'll be a lot of things in this series that have been uh repurposed for mm. other projects i mean look joss Whedon yeah, sounds goes. like an absolute piece of shit but <laughs> pretty okay. much he was probably honoring the show more than stealing from it but you know <laughs> let, let's wait and see the proper justice league film next year shall we yeah um but having said that you know however good Zack snyder's justice league is this for me will always be the pinnacle of justice league yeah i agree i don't think any justice league film will come close to the quality of this show
1: and then the imperium just flies away we never see it again i wonder where he goes i mean who's even in there because the imperium dies doesn't
0: he oh yeah
1: good question i'd love to know who's in there oh here come the remaining aliens which they take out with relative ease compared to... Just the watch this,
0: Scott. Watch what happens now. Take it that's More destruction <laughs> of, of property.
1: The roads have been torn up. It's just complete chaos. That's the same monster that blasted Superman into last week as well at the start. And this is brilliant. This is brilliant.
0: Yeah, Batman's in... Again, nice little shot of the Batcave there, which, is, which, which they've redesigned a little bit for the show, which I quite like. And then we get this this thing appearing out of the shadows in orbit.
1: Love the music as well.
0: It's great. Mel- Lisa
1: Romantis, I believe it is. Amazing.
0: There you go, folks. There's a name you've not heard before. You're learning stuff. <laughs> the the Watchtower design, again, great. Um, and then just this... <laughs> I love all the little um, <laughs> nods to Bruce Wayne being a billionaire. I mean, he's, he's paid for this in about a week. Hidden in the
1: R&D budget.
0: Where was it hidden in, like, country the size of Canada? And Flash has got a nice mocker. Such a great little throwaway joke, that. <laughs> and and you get that little fish-out-of-water line from Diana, like, she's never had a coffee before, which is a, <laughs> just, just Just nice little character. They're really good at balancing the character moments and just giving us a little glimpse into each personality.
1: And it's Superman. Yeah
0: so i mean right rightly so they they make superman the the one that bands together the team um you know as much as we love batman superman is always always the leader of the justice league agreed um because he he is very much the best of them there he is he said it he said it justice league i like the little
1: super friends reference there as well great
0: yeah absolutely great obviously you know very much in in homage to that that show where is John Jones at this point?
1: He's gazing at the stars, I believe, and the below Aww. deck.
0: I um, I was, was going to say in the comic books when Diana leaves the Masqueri, she can't ever go back, but obviously she does mm. go back in the show, doesn't she?
1: I like this from Batman as well. This was a flo- a forced plot point because Batman Beyond, um, in terms of the release, came before this, and they mentioned in the episode the call. That Batman was never a full-time member, so they invited Terry to be a full-time member. Ah, so that's that why he's like, "If you need me, yeah. call me." So it was a forced plot point, but it, it just happened to work for them.
0: Yeah, which I mean, to be fair, he, he pretty much is a full-time member, really. You yeah. know, they—he he doesn't miss many episodes. No, it's a heartbreak, you know, John Jones. I'm alone in the universe. Yeah. And then but Superman is the perfect character to be a shoulder to rest on because he has also 100%. lost his planet and found a new home, a new family and I think there's a really nice dynamic between Superman and John Jones, and here we have just one epic, last epic beginning great visual of the Justice League looking down on the earth, looking over us and looking after us, and uniting nice mm-hmm. the seven. That is Secret Origins part one, part Pierce two Fruits. and part three. And well, there we go. Basically
1: a movie. Uh, yeah. Epic.
0: I mean, amazing three parter to start. I mean, we we do get one more three parter in the show, don't we, with the um uh World War Two Savage Times. Yes.
1: And then um, the ending Starcross as well. Of course, my apologies. My apologies, good sir. Um, amazing episode. I, I think that episode is one of only about four or five where every single league member is in the episode at once. I was
0: just going to say, there's, there's not many that all seven are so prominent because they, it, it, it's, it's a very hard thing to do is balancing seven, seven lead characters. Yeah. Um, so, you know, rightly so that you know. Some episodes are about smaller team ups, and some don't need every character. Uh, but what a way to start the show! Uh, yeah. And I am very much looking forward to to our next one, Scott. Yeah what is what is the next episode we will be watching? Ooh, our
1: next one is a good one, and actually one of the best character driven stories in the entire series, J-L-O, JLU. Um, and it is the development story for John Stewart, which is in Blackest Night, which it's is amazing. Um, incredible story i mean we've already seen a little bit of our in superman animated series but here we get to see a lot more of it which is yeah
0: yeah and again you know it would have been really easy to start this show with some you know batman heavy episodes you know because that's what the fans are familiar with but then to launch straight into your show proper with a a, like a deep cut green lantern storyline with people like Kilowog, that Mm -hmm your average fans won't have a clue who these people are. I <laughs> think it's a real testament to the, to they were going to tell their story. They were going to just delve into DC comics lore. And if you didn't know about it, then they were going to teach you about it.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: it. There was no pandering to the audience. You know, they weren't going to make it obvious. And I think that's why this show works so well because they don't just give you the obvious characters, the ones that you know about. They give you the really back catalog and of yeah. DC characters um, incredibly
1: bold as well because like we've said before not a lot of people were particularly caring or bothered about john stewart beforehand you know no. how jordan and that was their green lantern and that was it so yeah it was great a big choice. step for that as well so great
0: choice well there you have it folks that's secret origins parts one two and three of justice league um please join us next time for in blackest nights. um if you get a chance uh, we are on instagram which is justice cast unlimited uh, so please follow us share the word um if you spread the word rather if you can throw us a five-star rating on wherever you can race us that would be a huge help to us as well uh scott any any closing words before we wrap up our inaugural episode
1: yeah, I was echo what you said. And um, yeah, thanks to everyone for listening. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed watching through that as much as we enjoyed talking about it and watching through it. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, there's so much yeah. more to come. Yeah, but, I mean, um...
0: this is a treat for us more than anything, just getting an excuse to rewatch the whole show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it it completely selfish. But nevertheless, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our very first episode. Join us next time, folks. See you then.